You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com talk plays what's going on brother what's up frank uh good morning good afternoon good evening to you man happy saturday yeah happy we're saturday, back man happy saturday <laughs> i'm tired as hell because you know i stay up until 6 a.m for no reason <laughs> i saw um, I, woke, you know. I woke up this morning to feed chloe and i saw you tweeted like five minutes ago i'm like oh he was up late last night yeah, yeah, man. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, I get up sometimes. Yes. <laughs> um, we only slept once because the clock didn't wake me up. Ah, you know, uncomfortable nights lately because it's just hot, just hot, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the weather's depending on where you are. It's changing. Like this morning, it's crazy over here. It's I go outside. It looks like it's about to pour, and mm. I get a cool breeze. And then I was like, oh, it's really humid outside. This is strange. So, yeah, yeah, weather, Mother Nature, she's lovely. Yep. Uh, and those, I just want to warn you, early on, uh, it may look like I'm I'm resting bitch face, so to speak, but I'm, I'm actually okay. But my mouth is in pain uh, <laughs> because I bit my lip and my mouth, I have very thin tissue, so it always turns into a great, lovely canker sore. Ah. Uh, and I have one in the back of my throat, too, because, you know, I sleep with the fan on. Why? Because it's hot. And, you know, I can't win. I just can't win. <laughs> but you know what can win? Comics. Yes. And that's what we got going on today. Uh, yes. As usual. So we're going to do a little quick little uh, recap and, and uh, you know, a little bit of talk about what our goal is and what we're aiming for and stuff that we're coming <clears> in the future. We're going to talk about GCX, uh, what we did with that, because that yeah. was really awesome. We, we I feel we killed it on GCX. Um, what a way to open up GCX! To oh man, that was, a, that was that was uh, that's a highlight for me. That was that was absolutely a blast. Obviously, the people that we talked with, which we'll talk about in a second, and just mm. you know, being part of GCX as part of a panel was 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 amazing. And and like you said, I think we we absolutely killed it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be talking about um, the video games because I mean, at the end of the day, we're all gamers at the end of the day, right? So we can talk oh, yeah. about Marvel Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, where video games are going. Um, uh, the studios that are running those games. Um, also, uh, the most important thing we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about E3 and uh, Summerfest because that's very important. Yes. Um, but the biggest importance is Loki, and I hope you did oh. your homework because we're diving in. Loki episodes two and three. We're going to do an extremely, extremely deep dive, but we're going to be kind of like mm, spooced around stuff. I wouldn't call it. It's definitely spoiler alert, but at the end of the day, um, if you haven't watched the episode, I think that you're still going to be really surprised yeah. and that you're still going to uh, love every bit of it. So if you haven't watched it and you still want to hear our stuff, don't worry. We're not going to be like really, really ripping it apart and showing you images and stuff like that. <laughs> we're just going to kind of talk about it. That way it's still kind of protected and censored by your eyes. Um, so I guess we can get right into it. The recap of GCX yeah. show. Uh, Matt, what's your, what was your favorite parts? I mean, I've been I've been a fan of Rare Drop. I've been a fan of of gcx guardian con for quite a, a couple of years now uh pretty much since its inception and uh i wore my heart on my sleeve so when i say like it was it was an absolute honor to start us off right after the keynote of saint jude i mean it, it truly was outside of the the personal aspect of it that that means the world to me 
Um, I, I, I absolutely love the show, you know, uh, deep diving into you and really diving into, into, I know we talk about Loki and we'll talk about video games, but where we grew up on comic books with Declan and with Stephen, Mo- Declan Shalvey and Stephen Mooney, uh, both amazing writers and comic book artists for, for Marvel, DC, and abundance of other properties as well. I, hearing how they got into it, right? Hearing what they, what they've been through, what they recently just did with the variant artwork and uh, even their opinion on Marvel and DC when it comes to movies being the writers of the or inspiration for for what's going on uh, in the comic book world, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought we, you know, I thought it was a kick-ass panel. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, big same. Um, I mean, uh, Stephen Mooney and uh, Declan uh, Shawi were just really, really great guests to have because we really didn't have to do much work at all. Oh my um, god! They, <laughs> they came to us uh, and said that you know we're idiots at the end of the day when it comes <laughs> yeah, to technology. We did. Uh, as long as you have everything set up, we'll take care of the rest. And boy, did they. Did they, um, yes. They, man, it, it was like we blinked and the show was over, which I knew was going to happen, but I didn't. freaking out Yay. yeah it just reconnected uh, okay well we're gonna have freaky freaky camera face freaky camera bit. face apologies everyone my uh I was, I was going to switch over to me if i needed to Give me yeah my uh um, my internet connection decided to to drop out there really quick yeah that's that's always fun when things happen like that you know just give us a second apologies boys uh, and girls i gotta reconnect to this because this is uh yeah Just going back and forth. <laughs> you gotta love technology. If it's not one thing, it's another thing. Yep, you're good. Uh, no. Right. Oh, Wait. yep, you're good. Uh, like we were saying, uh, those those guys were great. Um, they had a lot of fun. So much fun that we're gonna bring them back eventually down the road. Um, they 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 believe me. They had a lot more to say, and I, I think the 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 observation of it all was that they. I feel like they didn't they never had a platform to really come out and talk like they did, you know, they got to be themselves. It wasn't like strict and bound by like Marvel or DC's uh, rules or anything like that. We didn't, we didn't try to probe them for information. Um, Hell, they were giving us more information than we were asking for. So uh, I think, I think interviews like that is, is kind of stuff you got to get to look forward to in the near future. Uh, We're also going to bring on some guests here that aren't like celebrities or anything like that, obviously uh, to deep dive into some things. Um, and we'll mention those, you know, when we get the list going, we'll we'll have that list up and we'll explain what they're recovering. But yeah, I mean, I've, you know, Frank Frank and I can can talk here, obviously, as you've seen for the past eight episodes, uh, nonstop. Whether it whether there's nothing to go on as we were waiting for for Loki to come out or or just the news that's out there in the world. So I think one of the big things coming out of coming out of uh, what we did at GCX is we want to definitely try to bring on uh, more people like Declan, like uh, like Frank, and and others within the entire you know universe of um of comics and and superheroes and not to get into too many spoilers because we want to keep some things 
you know, secretive, but yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely working on some things because it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you see any like actors or, or directors and uh, stuff like that on the show. Um, you know, we're, we're going to treat them as if they're just the homie on the couch at the end <laughs> of the day. Um, versus like, you know, freaking out and nerding. Well, we can nerd out, but you know what I mean? Uh, we're always get a little bit nerd out because we're fans still at the end of the day, regardless. Yeah. So we're going to get right into it pretty fast. I mean, this is a pretty big show. This show might bleed into episode nine, to be honest, if, especially if you're listening on the podcast. Yep. Uh, we have a lot to talk about because we technically have two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. GCX itself kind of took over uh, the, the last week, which by all means is uh, something you should definitely listen to if you haven't already. Um, but uh, we're going to get right into this is a pretty big week. A lot happened. Uh, well, yes. Two weeks, I should say. A lot happened. Uh, first of all, let's start off with Summerfest and GCX. I mean, excuse me, Summerfest and E3 uh, that happened before GCX, I should say. Yeah. Um, that was a big week. I had a lot of stuff to do during that week, a lot of stuff to host, and 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 I got to like really, really put my head into the production side of all this stuff. Um, Summerfest debate the new E3. Yeah. Um, was Summerfest better than E3? I say yes on all fours. The production was better. The um, presentation was. Better and 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 Jeff won. Yeah, Jeffrey won, man. He had Elden Ring end his whole Summerfest, which is the thing that everybody <laughs> yeah, wanted did. to see. Yeah, at that point, nobody gave a crap about E3. It was funny <laughs> enough. People wanted stuff to show at E3. None of that stuff showed at E3. Uh, there were some surprises. Uh, I think Xbox and Bethesda had the best show because they were the yeah. only ones there. Yeah. Um, essentially, they were literally there's no Sony, there's yeah. no Nintendo. Nintendo did their own direct. Sony's going to be doing their own uh, PlayStation uh, State of the Games and, and PlayStation shows in Tokyo Live. Um, you know, they're going to be Which doing their own awesome stuff. that was awesome, too. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you think E3 is kind of done for? Uh, <laughs> is, should Jeffrey take over E3? I, the, I don't know. The past two years, with everything that has gone on outside of uh, video games, with, with the world and everything, I personally think is solidified... Um, E3 as as no more um because I, I think the big piece of E3 was the in-person event whether it was industry only like when I first started going or the latter part of it where it was getting fans in um you know for for like a half a day or a full day or something to test out those games yeah, the weekend, yeah. yeah like I mean the main part of it for for us was was very much the the shows um yeah. uh, the Bethesda showcase um, EA, all those people being there, and starting three years ago, Sony backed out, EA backed out, and they started to do their own thing. So it's really catering more towards the Summerfest type of um, um, experience, and mm-hmm. that also allows, like, even Ubisoft is part of it, and EA is part of it, but they could still do their own thing in uh, in July, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's what EA is doing. So I personally think. Even if EA, even if E3 came back next year, I think it's done. I think Jeff is... Seems like whatever he does is gold between the Game Awards at the end of the year and now Summer Games yeah. Fest. I I would love to see him take over and and he be the the major go-to, whether it's in person or online for like a full week. I, I, I feel like that's what it's going to. Yeah, I mean, Jeffrey is our age. I think, I think yeah. E3 is ran by a bunch of old guys in collars, honestly. Yeah, the, the ESA, um, it's well past there. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a bunch of old dudes in collars, you know. Uh, and, and the thing is, Jeffrey is credited, credited back to early, early, early days when he ran his little rinky-dink website about gaming, which everybody called that. And now was look it, at uh, him. I mean, I bet those were right? words. 
Yeah, he can yeah. literally get anybody he wants on that show. Why? Because there's no money. I mean, I'm not gonna say no money involved, but it's not. He's not spending E3 money to mm-hmm. put on a better production than E3 because everything is digital. Um, you know, a lot of negative stuff came out of this pandemic, but a lot of positive things came out for gaming. Oh yeah, uh, during the pandemic. Um, and Jeffrey is, and and he's not afraid to say that he's better than E3. He's like, <laughs> I told you guys. He put a, literally put out a speech saying, uh, a tweet saying, I told you guys. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know, Summerfest was short and to the point. Uh. I don't think E3 would have been as successful if it wasn't for Twitch and YouTube doing their own thing to cover E3. Yeah, uh, especially Twitch with the streamer-friendly stuff. Um, I, I heard, I heard your piece out. <laughs> I, 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 I went into the Twitch gaming directly, and like at the at the time when you yeah. were having a nice uh, speech, I was like, "Oh, this is fun. <laughs> Let's go." Yeah, it was, you know, they the things that they could have did better, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Square Enix at least they thought about streamers. Yeah, and 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 put on that you know stuff, but um. As a whole, we're all gamers. We we just want an outlet to be able to do stuff. I mean, E3 back in the day was really... I really look forward to E3 because of the battle of the systems at the end of the yeah. day. It's like, who's going to bring the best, you know? What 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 company do you go for? You know, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, the, the, the big three. Which one is going to win E3? And when Nintendo pulled out and just started doing directs and doing digital, I was like... And then they were saving all their glory for Tokyo Game Show, as they should. Sony was just like, yeah... We're doing the same thing because yep. you're saving money. And you're still getting the reception. Oh, we're not coming all the way to E3 to set up these booths and work these hours and yep. overtime everybody and this, that, and the other. And let me tell you, E3 is not that great of experience if you're going as a as a watcher or, or um, a, a fan because you're going to be standing in lines 90% of the time. Yeah. And you probably won't even get the experience to gain that you want to experience. And honestly, it's just it's, it's more so a place to go for work. I mean, I worked every E3, you know, that I could in the past three to four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I didn't do it in person, I did it digitally. And it's just, honestly, I have a better time when I was trying to get into E3, covering it on my channel and, and doing it with a co-host. There you go. We did it with green screens and we did it just like a news program. We had That's a news cool. header line at the bottom and we had the games going across the news header that got announced live updated by one of our <laughs> production crews. And, you know, I sat on one side, she sat on one side, and, really and, cool. and when it came down, we did reactions and stuff. We 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 killed it, man. We had like five, <laughs> six hundred people in the chat just enjoying it. And you know, you get to experience E3 with friends. And I think that's the big the big point about it. And going out to E three, you're missing out on not only missing out on your live streams, yeah, you're missing out on the people that can comment on it. You don't get live reactions, uh, you're possibly getting sick, you're jet lagged when you get back because convention you're just, you're just pops, tired yeah. all the damn time. Parties ain't all that because you can't party with nobody. Hardly anybody you know is there. It's just a bunch of people that work <laughs> for gaming companies. They look at it as a networking experience, but people that are at the parties for E3, they ain't looking to network with you. They've been doing that all day. They want to yep. just cut loose and drink a couple of drinks and talk junk about yep. each other, you know? So that's that's the experience of E3. It's just something that you want to do. But hosting E3, I got to live the dream. That that literally was a, a bucket was list. It, yeah. I got it multiple years. I'm happy with it, and we're moving on. But anyway... But it's actually a good, uh, that's actually a really good jumping point when we're talking about E3 because uh, when you talk about, when you talk about uh, E3, there was some pretty big hitters video game wise coming out of 3.3 when you talk about our universe here. A couple of which was shown and and one that we'll get into a little bit of a debate in, right? Um, What wasn't shown, I I mean, Marvel, Marvel had a very good showing 
um, with 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 E three as far as the content that was shown. There's been a couple of things yeah, afterwards yeah, for what they could show. Yeah. 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 So um, I mean, as far as as far as what we saw, the two big hitters coming out of it was the the big update that is, you know, a month yeah, and a half away um, mm -hmm. from now. You got Marvel Avengers. Uh, the big, the big Wakanda, the big, the big Black Panther uh, um, update coming out there, and then um, I, this one threw me for a loop. I, I you kind of got the tidbits prior to it, like thinking it's coming, and I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll we'll see it next year sometime. But it blew me out of the water. Um, the big Guardians of the Galaxy game coming over from Square Enix, I mean, wait, um, coming in that? October. I didn't know about it, but there was leaks coming out on websites saying, hey, Square is is working on this game. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, you know, I, but because that's me. I like I like poking my Dude, nose that, into, into I think areas. That was clean. I, I think that was a very squeaky clean release. Uh, oh, which... yeah. I mean, I had I mean, not only was it squeaky clean, but then, of course, um, it coming out in October. I mean, the, the scope that we saw, how polished it is. I mean, this is a game that they must have been working on for at least three to four years. And it's been, like you said, squeaky clean. I mean, with the first we heard about it and it's coming out in four months from now. That's wild in my, uh, yeah. in my opinion. It's kind of the same thing of Avengers. I mean, I knew about Avengers early on only because I was in the studio. Um, yeah. But they, they had that bad boy like completely completely cleaned up uh marvel avengers was a surprise uh they took a huge chunk of their segment to show marvel avengers i mean i'm not avengers excuse me um regardless of the galaxy Guardians of the galaxy and yeah. uh i think it was really well executed a lot of people talk crap about it but honestly let's be real uh Guardians of the galaxy is kooky uh i love <laughs> i love the rpg gameplay of it um it was really cool but we gotta talk about the thing at hand mother freaking uh, you get to play Star Lord and all his friends, and the banter is there, and all the glorious goodness is there. I mean, the colors, the the music. Um, obviously, they're gonna have a streamer friendly yep. music choice, yep. which is dope. It's um, really so nice. Yeah, that feeling. I was just playing it in 4K on your TV though, um, so you can get the real, <laughs> the real big thing about it. Uh, it's it's pretty dang crazy. Uh, I, I'm I'm really excited for it. I love the the renditions of them. The voices are very well done. Yes. Um, the representation is really good. Uh, Starla looks great. Drax looks great. They went with the classic Drax, the classic uh, um, just feel of the whole team. Honestly. Gamora Gamora has a classic but kind of new school oh, yeah, vibe to her as well. Yep. One hundred percent. Yep. So everybody looks great. Uh, people were complaining about the monsters being a cube here and there. I mean, granted, they, were, they show. I mean, look at this. This is not a cube. I, you know, I was kind of taken away. I was on a panel and we were talking about this, and um, my friends Maximilian dude and and Co Carnage were with me. But uh, you know, they kind of they kind of got stuck on the idea that there were there were cubes, and I'm like, in the head, I'm. Just I mean, like, right here is not cubes for a living, but like every every game that has its environments have their monsters of that environment i mean we play mmos you're gonna run into the same monster a couple of times yeah you know? yep um, yep it's it's kind of like the leveling system right you're gonna have the the easier monsters which will be these bloxy looking type of characters and then you'll have the the crazier characters that you're fighting like uh the, the octopus here in a little bit or the kraken or whatever it is like you're gonna have levels of difficulty and um I get it. You're watching this, and it's a block, but you also don't know 
when they when they shot this video if is it pre-alpha is it alpha is it beta like is it the final engine because like right there like you look at these characters especially mantis that looks beautifully polished and even the characters that are breaking down there i mean i'm i'm really really excited for this and yeah casual gamora looks awesome in this absolutely there could be a that could have been an introductory level yeah Literally you know, the first where, where level, yeah. Introducing yep. how to do, you know, work with the guy. Where they're gonna have the little tutorial pop up while you're playing, you know, like mm-hmm. you can switch to Gamora, or you can make not switch to her. You, you know, you can control Gamora's abilities, and you know, so on and so forth. I like that though. What is your thoughts on that? Like, I not oh, like, like I don't. I, I like the idea game. of not leveling up seventeen different characters or four different characters in assistant. You're working on one, and they're using them as kind of like secondaries. It's almost like a. Uh, RPG type of element to it, yeah, which is kind of cool. Kind of tells, we call it the tells approach, like you know, tells of arise or tells of oh, yeah. you know, whatever, Symphonia and Desperia, all that stuff. They use that that um the the compass system, you know, you know, north, south, east, west. When you mm-hmm. choose an ability for a character, it brings it to where like Star Lord is like the main character of Guardians of the Galaxy, quote unquote, because they're all main characters. But I'm just saying, uh, in this instance, you're playing him, but you still get the feel that you're not alone playing the game. You have like they're AI, but you feel like you're part of a team, and you yes. guys can work together and combo stuff together. I think it's brilliant um, how it works out. I love it. The style is there. I'm very excited for it. I'm not hyped for it though. I'm very okay. excited for it. And there's a big difference between that because if I'm hyped for something, I'm I'm putting expectation city on it. Okay. Since I didn't really care to dig too deep into finding out what Square was doing, I'm very happy they chose Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, this this is a big deal. They they get to have fun. But the real question is why Square Enix? Why not yeah. Insomniac? Insomniac is... has the best record of making Marvel games, uh coming with a home with Spider Man. Uh, you know, why not? Will Insomniac be holding Fantastic Four? We know a Fantastic Four video game is probably more than likely in the works. Um, so who's going to hold that title? Would it be Square Enix? Square Enix is, are they the licensing partner that you go with? Um, <clears throat> this is not the same team that worked on Avengers as everybody thought it was. Yeah, it's that was a different team that absolutely just love. They love Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what sounds to me. You know what's interesting mm-hmm. about this? Since you brought it mm-hmm. up, so when you watched everything for Marvel Avengers, that was Crystal, that was Idos Montreal, that was IO. Like that was pretty much all. Oh, for, for argument's sake, almost all of Square Enix worked on Marvel's Avengers. This, yeah, is just Idos. So like, it's it's less hands in the cookie jar, which I think is better. Idos is essentially crystal dynamics so it's like interesting to me that we have this happening and it sounds to me that they had more than one license because (laughs) they said we chose to go with what we were big fans of and that was a big gimme i was like huh so what else do you have under your belt what else are you gonna be making um, because you know these these people get to do laura croft and all this good stuff so what happened to her because she has a movie coming out and hmm, you know so you guys been working on this project for years so this one is un and done and the next thing we know we might hear about new laura croft um but square enix uh we're gonna move on to the next one which is uh marvel avengers uh wakanda yes. looks great chris judge sounds great um i mean a lot of people call the 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 preview kind of um weird 
because there was no music, but they were protecting us. I don't care what people say. Thank you, Screenix, for doing that. Yeah. Think about us. <clears throat> they could have not just not showed it or just not cared, and we got DMCA'd across the board. Uh, this is great. We got the Dory Minaj. We got uh, um, Sherry. We got uh, hopefully T'Challa. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> part of that. I love yeah. I love how Wakanda looks, and if you're going to be really you know running through um, um, Wakanda in this expansion, that's very that's very exciting to see because even if it's not just the main level, but scalability up and down, I don't know how far they're going to go. I mean, being able to run through is going to be an absolute blast just because of the whole overall look and aesthetic of what we saw from it. Um, not just how he plays and the overall story, especially with Claw here. Um, this this looks this looks to be a fun a fun run and one thing that when we were talking writing about the show is what what or who Black Panther we're gonna get right because because yeah. what did they say in the in the trailer at one point he's the third this is the third Black Panther so you had T'Chaka yeah I mean really is supposed to be T'Chaka and then T'Challa and then Shuri. I mean, those are the one, two, and three. Uh, you know, granted, this is based on a whole different universe and all this good stuff, but I, uh, I don't know, <laughs> man. Um, I'm pretty sure it's T'Challa. I, 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 I didn't know if they were doing throwing an ode to, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, you know, Chadwick, Chadwick is anything with Black Panther. Chadwick is brought up 100. Yeah. percent Doesn't matter um, what it's so from or what it is. We, it's we, a brand we don't know. But the cool thing is, is like. You don't pay for this. If you bought Avengers, yeah. you get this for free, man. People poop all over Avengers, but let's be real. They give you this. This could have been a $40 expansion, $30 expansion very easily. Um, and this is and their still bought it. And this is their third. Right? And this is their third too. So they've in in a year they've brought out three expansions. No, this is their first third. expansion. No, well, isn't um well, a uh, uh, DLC. DLC. Well, because yeah, because you have DLCs, Clint, but this is an expansion. This is an this expansion. Is I'm sorry. Arc. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we actually get a story arc, uh, a new um, zone to run around in, uh, which they call territories and stuff like that. Uh, the production level and the voice acting, mocapping, all that stuff was budgeted in. Um, you won't get the same treatment from Spider-Man because Spider-Man is literally just a character yep. just thrown in there for fan service, honestly. And it's not even being worked on by the Square Enix team. It's going to be worked on by Sony. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Oh, the pain hearing that. The pain. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's Peter Parker, so I'm not, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, I'm more excited about this because uh, this this was made with love. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, 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 well, we hope. You know, I mean, from what I see, it looks like it was made with love. They have to because, I'm going to be honest with you, like, uh, Black Panther has grown in so much popularity, you know, in the past two or three years. And uh, just because of the movie in general, um, I've been loving it since the 80s, but still, it's... <laughs> It's a huge I it's a huge IP and yeah. and I think they're gonna do well with it. Look at it. It looks gorgeous. I can't wait. So I hope you guys can't wait as well. Yeah. I mean it it looks like, you know, everything that was bugging uh the the, the game since the beginning has been fixed. Having this large expansion, eh, what you said. Well, there's there's always gonna be some things, but we're finding specifically, bugs. Specifically <laughs> specific yeah. We know one of them. Specifically with yeah. this in general, um, I've been wanting to come back to Marvel Avengers for a while. I mean, I was hyped beyond belief, and I played through it. I love the single-player campaign mm -hmm. of it when it first came out. 
Um, I did feel like it was a little repetitive, um, very much mm. the same thing over and over again as far as like, because I was big into Destiny then too, you coming off the of Destiny. Just, just all the, all the after, when you're done with the storyline, oh, okay. I just thought yeah, everything was repetitive. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so seeing seeing this, how they're bringing out a whole new story, especially something that is is massive right now just with Wakanda and, and Black Panther itself. Um, I know this was supposed to come out early, late last year-ish, give or take, but with everything happened, they, they did the right thing. So yeah. um, I'm excited to jump back in and see how this looks. And, and more more importantly, I think, see how it feels and plays. Because everything I'm seeing, I'm like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm very excited to dive into it. I don't know if I'm hype, like you said. It's actually, yeah. I, I like how you bring up the two different levels there. I am very excited for it to see how it plays, what the story arc is. Because, you know, this this is our lifeblood, all this mm-hmm. comic stuff. So I'm... I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's coming out in, in August, if I remember August. correctly, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a timeline. Cosmic Cube event drop. Um, That's right now, right? Yeah, it had a little stumble. Uh, <laughs> oh, they made a mistake. We Believe me, we got on them about it. Uh, you know, like I said, they bring in certain streamers. We have like a VIP group that talks to and and, and, and really, really converse with them. And um, I got to be very careful what I say about things. Of course. But, um, there's... They had issues, uh, and it wasn't a really a good look. And and they need wins. They don't need any more not good looks. So we're we're jumping all on board of that and jumping all over them about it. And and really, really, really trying to help them get where they want. But they're super excited about Wakanda, and we're lucky to see it in August. We're 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 actually lucky to see it in August. And honestly, I'm glad they didn't wait till October because this would have been that would have been a bad call. Um, Too many things coming out in October. Anything <laughs> or or September because September October. November, December, pretty much the rest of the year after is September or during September and after. Even July is a huge month. But August is probably clean right now. But September through through the end of the year is going to be absolutely just dropping stuff left and right. And we still haven't heard from Nintendo uh, with their goals or what they're going to be doing heavily. Uh, We still got Tokyo Game Show to worry about. And if if that's happening, I mean, it might be digital. Uh, So I'm thinking State of Plays is coming up. Square Enix also has... Uh, Forspoken, the game that everybody's looking forward to, they didn't show at all. That that's. Cool. I think one of the big highlights that we didn't talk about was the games that weren't shown at E3. Yeah. I mean, there was Ubisoft. There was a bunch of games that we could that they could have shown or hinted about that they didn't talk about. Um, I mean, we got Avatar, but I'm I'm kind of whole. I'm done with the whole Avatar. I'm kind of over it. Um, as some people are absolutely in love with it. I'm kind of over it. Um. Obviously, we really didn't get anything from Sony because they've been doing everything prior. We did get the big Horizon Forbidden West info before, but I think one of the big stories coming out of E3 was the things, or or Summer Game Fest as well, were, were kind of the things that weren't shown. And speaking specifically in our um, in our realm, I was actually really disappointed in in DC and Warner Brothers not showing anything either Gotham Knights related or Rocksteady uh, Kill the Justice League related because I know they said that they pushed it back. Uh, of Gotham Knights, uh, it was originally supposed to come out later part of this year. They said, hey, we're working on development. We're pushing it out until, uh, um, you know, sometime in 2022. And uh, Rocksteady Kill the Justice League is still set up for sometime in 2022 too. Um, 2022 too, it's a whole lot of twos. I thought that, this would have been a perfect opportunity for them to show a little bit more saying, hey, we're still on pace for 2022 or just in general, hey, here's an update of what we've been working on instead of what I am assuming is going to be October and their DC fandom, which though it is DC and it is part of their audience, I believe they're more target of an audience is 
is today, and it once again is overshadowed by everything Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Marvel has more teams working on stuff. That's that's True. number one. True. Uh, number two, Marvel is in the eye of the beholder more uh, because of the movies, the shows. I mean, Marvel's just hitting, knocking home runs left and right. Um, I, I think it's, I mean, I'm going to debate it against you and just say I think it's smart that they didn't show anything. Um, okay. The biggest problem we have with a lot of video games lately is marketing. Uh, if you market something too much and you don't have a date or anything, no so, no solid, like, gameplay, nobody gives a crap about all these pretty little cutscenes that we're, we're, we're seeing left and right. Um, at the end of, I mean, it's nice to have a little teaser, but if you don't have any substance, then people just don't give a crap. Um, you know, it, it's, they got heat for showing Suicide squad they got a lot of heat for it because it was like oh here's a game when it's coming out what kind of game is it no info no info no info 2022 we're just like okay you could have like waited to show this you know like we, we yeah we're not hurting for a dc game right now because dc is just not having his best it's not having his best right now um to be honest so i personally don't think it was a uh, it wouldn't have been a good call i mean if they show it during a dc event that's good I think I think that'd be okay. Uh, at least have the cast come out and talk. I'm thinking maybe Comic Con, uh, maybe Comic Con they'll probably That's show next more month, stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, because Comic Con is the place where you do it if you're gonna do it. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure Guardians of the Galaxy will be there. The cast will be there probably with the voiceovers and stuff. Um, uh, Avengers will probably more than likely be there with Chris Judge. Uh, you know, and, and that's a good place for DC to just come out and say, hey, guys, I know we've been quiet and behind the scenes, but we've been working really hard on this, that, and the other to bring you the best stuff that we can. Uh, you know, and I think that's a good message, and I think it'll be great. But if they show gameplay and they throw us for a loop and say, oh, 2023, man, put a can on it. I, I Honestly, I, all hype is going to be gone. All, you know, it, when it comes out, I'll be like, yeah, I'll play it. <laughs> you know, I, you know day, what? But, you know, I mean, I, I, I definitely know. hear you on that one. Um because I think so the last the last when we were first shown this because uh, we have it up on the screen here uh, for those watching on on Twitch right now it's um uh, it was December excuse me I'm pretty sure it was December was the first um, DC fandom and it's during the Game Awards I believe right uh, it was like right before the Game Awards uh, they didn't oh. show anything at the Game Awards but they showed it at their first DC fandom which I believe was in December and um i mean everything that they showed here was beautiful it was polished the story with the the court of owls at the end and then i think sometime in april they said hey or march hey we're delaying it um i guess i think i'm more of a fan service thing here because i didn't even think about how you brought up uh rocksteady i felt like rocksteady need to say something because the last time anything we've heard of rocksteady was back in uh, Gotham Knight, which was 2018 also, or 17 or 16. And firings that yeah. Well, they probably I need guess, more people to work on it. I guess with me, I know Warner Brothers Montreal. I could say this. I know Warner Brothers Montreal since Batman Arkham Origins, which came out in 20. Batman Arkham Origins came out in 2013. Oof. Seven, eight. Not, they're going to be going on nine years, theoretically. They've been since Gotham, since Batman Arkham Origins came out. They've been working on a video game. It's going to be nine years before they release something. You know how much turn and burn that is for yeah. for a studio. I mean, I mean that's a lot. So I, I mean, just, you have to yeah. think about it like this: if there's no money coming to the studio, nobody's getting raises. <laughs> true, true, <laughs> you know, during true. Those dark periods, you you don't you don't get anything from that stuff. You know, it's it's just 
those are the dark ages of being in the video game industry. You work for the studio, you get steady pay and stuff, but you're not really, I mean, the company can't really do that much without getting a boost because video games cost millions of dollars to make and you got to pay actors to do mocap. I mean, obviously that stuff was mocapped. There's no way in the world they just randomly did some stuff uh, based off the movements. Um, you know, whoever in, coming in voice acting, mm-hmm. granted, voice actors don't really make that much money from video games, but uh, the mo if you're if you're mocapping, you're getting actor bonuses, and, and the budget is like a movie budget. Um, so it's it's interesting, but I, I think I think letting things I think the big lesson of this year is let things cook. Um, yeah, I, I think you you're know, right. And and don't talk about it too much. Don't spend too much money marketing. Don't spend too much money on people to market it for you. Just just let it cook. Do the best you can, um, and and keep everybody safe. Uh, you know, secure jobs and secure have security of hey guys. No matter what, we're going to work on this together and, and keep everybody's morale up, and then you'll get a good video game. I think it's there's a lot going on right now because you would think that the pandemic would slow down video game, but nah, it's speeding oh, it up because October yeah. is such a huge month. Uh, we only have four weeks in October, and we have more games than we can even handle. There's um, a lot more than four games, yep. I mean, it was interesting to, to see, uh, we'll just call it Red... Uh, the vampire game redfall i think it's called redfall yes redfall that was uh that yeah. ended a bethesda microsoft showcase and that's coming out this year <laughs> did they so, i thought it said 2022 oh did it uh, yeah I'm at the end it's i'm getting confused i thought it said i thought it said october i could be confused um but i mean that's based off the uh, vampire masquerade world which you know got a lot of heat because that team kind of disappeared uh yeah. the ip is floating in limbo right now i think somebody's gonna pick it up um, we have Swan Song coming out and everything. But anyway, moving past that, we're going to keep it in the, the comic book world. <laughs> Got a lot to look forward to, honestly. Um, I'm, I just don't get excited anymore uh, just because I'm not allowed to, according to social media. You know, social media eats you alive if you get excited about anything. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm the big I don't care F you kind of type <laughs> guy. Uh, you know, I just don't get super excited anymore because I rather have the organic experience of playing the game. I'm not going to yeah. deep dive into trying to find leaks or nothing like that on it to bring to you guys because at the end of the day, first impressions of these things are, are the best. Yep. Um, just being a super, a super fan of stuff is the best. Um, same thing with Dark Alliance. A lot of people are pooping over Dark Alliance. I'm a big D&D fanboy. Uh, it's following the comics and the books, and I'm having fun with it with all three of my friends playing it. Everyone else poops on it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, you I've I've watched I've watched you play it, and I mean, I'm not I'm not big into Dungeons and Grand Dragons, but looking at the game, looking at the the fidelity of it, the gameplay, especially when you're playing with other people, I feel like that's a game I kind you kind of want to be playing with other people. Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's all I think it's said really it was fun. A co-op game, yeah, there yeah. you go. I mean, I I think yeah. it's I think the game looks fantastic. So if people are hating on it, I think it's just once again the the mob hate mentality, but oh, that's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that, it's that review bomb culture that, that yeah. that's, that's big. But anyway, we got a lot to talk about, uh, coming up. We've already Loki. talked about a lot. We got even more, like you said, Loki, yeah. Loki episodes two and three. So um, yeah, we're, we're going to start, start with, with uh, number two episode two. There may be some bleeding here, chat, yeah. but we are going to start with episode two, uh, and see what we get through for episode three as well. But, uh, episode two, Frank, Woo! that was good. <laughs> Man, Loki just keeps getting better and better week after week. I, I, I the I, I, uh, I found the writer. I found the writer. Um, and she wrote, "We just finished weeks ago." Okay, no, actually, last week she just wrote, "We just finished the final episode." For oh season. my god! And I'm like, "Excuse me, 
So this wasn't in the making? <laughs> the guy is filming? How like, is all this possible? Ever since last week? What? That's nutty. That's unheard of because normally these, these projects are done months in advance. Yeah. And they just go through a marketing phase. She just finished writing the episode at her parents' house. That's wild. That's wild. She was like, I just finished my, my favorite table at my parents' house finishing the final episode of this season. And it's not even and like it's like, like, it's like a 20 episodes. This is, we're already halfway through the season and there's only three episodes left. After this past week, like, that, it's also sad because there's only three episodes left, but that just makes the story even more is incredible. It, I don't think so. I don't know about that being sad because... I don't want it to end. It's so good. Loki, yeah, I understand <laughs> that. Loki Loki has been the, the starting point, as we said multiple times before, yes. for the Avengers. Yeah. And now he's the starting point again for the new arc. And, man, you have to be happy as the actor of Loki... <clears throat> to know that you're 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 so well received people love him love okay Tom, yep um he's great he's just a great individual and, and he does such a good job acting oh my god he, he blew me away in episode three but anyway episode two so um episode two starts off with uh loki and mobius and you know they're just going through the jar jar you know at the end of the day and uh there is an event that happens early on at a uh, medieval festival yep. somewhere. Uh, like I said, I don't want to go into too many details so you see it. Um, and they got a alert, and they show up, as in they, the variant um, police, so to speak, show up. And essentially it was a trap. Yep. Essentially it was a trap. And it got back. Loki and Mobius and their variant team show up to investigate, and Loki stalls and tries this little little this little gimmick of playing on Mobius's heartstring because Mobius is like believes in him and all this stuff and he tries to tries to tries to snake his way out and, yep. and um, all he cares about is getting in front of the uh, the timekeepers but uh Mobius saw through his plot which was and, great and uh yeah but not only did Mobius see through the plot Ravana does uh yep. so there was a little conversation between those two in the office, and this is where we're going to really start breaking down because what I noticed is that uh, Mobius and Rana's relationship yes. seems a little bit deeper than, uh, you know, higher up and lower down. Uh, mm-hmm. There was pay attention to the circle on the table from the cup. Uh, that You have to put a cup down, a hot cup at that, multiple times. Um, and hot cups are normally, it's funny, when I say hot cup, I'm talking about coffee, tea, normally made for meetings where the news ain't too good. Yeah. Um, and there's been a lot of not so good news between those two. And she makes it quite apparent where she's like, I keep giving you chances. I'm pulling the project. Yeah. And I got you. And, you know, he argues his way back. But the thing, Matt, that I'm a little confused about is Mobius, the way Mobius was talking to her, that's not how you talk to a higher up, man. Yeah. That's how you talk to a work colleague that you're on the same level and or relationship, past relationship, or somebody you grew up with. Um, and, uh, oh man, I almost forgot about this. Very interesting thing. We'll come revisit that chat. Remind me, we'll revisit that in episode three. It's very, very tiny little tidbit, important, important information that you could miss if you don't listen to the episode. Um, and I'll hold on to that. And Matt, just remind me. Okay. Of it. it has to do a little with, tit- like I tidbit, said, Ravana and so grow up together. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Very, very important. Yeah. The, the relationship. I thought from the first episode was very much going to be the hierarchy. She's here 
everyone else is down there. Like the way I saw it was Ravana was like a hair under the space lizards. And and after their discussion while they were in her office with him trying to get her on board with the whole idea of of Loki coming out and and um, being part of his squad going after the other variant Loki, um it seemed like it was more than just that they were either I mean, we know that Ravana in the comic books is is in a, a big relationship story arc with Kat Krang, but it seems like she's doing something with him, or or he used to be a higher up because of the the as you said the the um the stain or the wear in of the cups on the on the table, and she said that it was always him. You know, you've done this plenty of times before. That's why we have coasters. But one of the big things was I don't remember the exact line, but he goes, "Yeah, I wish I could keep all the stuff from my from my hunts." He goes, "I remember that that." That um that snow globe kind of like hinting at the things in there were his victories, not necessarily hers. So like you said, or both exactly, or both because they could have been um um yeah. uh, colleagues at one point, both as as just TVA hunters or, or associates or whatever it is. I feel like something definitely has has skewed between them or changed between them recently or semi recently, and mm. and their their levels have flip flopped or something because or lovers or whatever it is because it definitely seems like something's more there but what were you going to say about growing up uh, okay i bring it up in episode three because okay this is, okay this, yeah um yes we're talking loki theories casual so loki discovers uh he the, 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 well they talked and he gave loki he got loki one more chance so to speak yes um because they were going to erase him if not i think that was a bluff I think it was more of a like you better get your shit together because I can't keep arguing for you because the timekeepers will just be like whatever and just erase this whole timeline so to speak whatever. Yeah. Um, so Loki and Mobius' uh, relationship is very interesting. Um, it's kind of Loki thinking he's teaching Mobius something, but Mobius is ultimately teaching Loki something because Mobius's yeah. ultimate goal is to change Loki's outlook on things so Loki gets another chance at life. I feel. Um, that's the whole thing you could possibly get in front of the timekeepers. You never know what might happen, you know, type thing. And leaving it open-ended and letting Loki kind of like his mind go in mischief and think, I might be able to do this or I might be able to do that, you know? Um, He's very, um, it, Mobius very much knows what a Loki is about coming out of that first episode where he's sitting down playing with the Cosmic Cube and he goes... And he finally gets into him, and, and Loki opens up for that brief moment to Mobius. Um, he's been... Mobius has obviously been hunting not just this Loki, but probably other Lokis for such a long time that he knows yeah. so much th ab about them that he knows how to play them, as you were saying. He knows that as soon as he catches this Loki, after everything that's happening, he's going to want to talk to the to the head honchos. So he uses yeah. that card in front of him, knowing that probably it's never going to happen. Or maybe it is. I don't know. That's interesting. After this episode, I think it's leading up to Owen Wilson and Mobius is another Loki. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's very interesting. I, I think it's a little far-fetched, but I mean, it's definitely not off the table. I mean, we don't know. There, there, the there's, some, there's some things with episode three we'll talk about, which are actually an interesting point to it, because we're still on episode two since we didn't have a chance to talk about it last yeah. week. <clears throat> um yeah, so uh, pretty much Loki got one more chance. Uh, Loki, he told Loki to just find some work. I'm I'm getting away from you, getting on my nerves. I'm gonna go <laughs> eat my lunch and go do my thing. You do your thing. 
Um, and Loki, looking through a bunch of records and stuff, finds out that uh, um, she Loki, if you want to call her, um, is hiding in catastrophes because you can't really. The timeline doesn't really get involved with that stuff because yeah. it happens and everything is destroyed. But she found a way to loop it and uh, constantly just lives in the same one. Uh, I say live essentially, but hide in the same one. Yes, why? Well, I like that. Uh, interesting enough, it looked like Loki is not dumb, and 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 by by all means, no. she Loki is not dumb either. Um, and there's a reason why I'm not saying her name at the moment. So they end up going to that. What's it called? Roxas. Uh, Rox card. I believe it's called Rox card. Rox yep. Card. Yeah. And uh, no, I think so. I know you said twenty twenty seven seven has to do with the next episode. Yes, I think it's like twenty fifty two or something like that. Yeah, I made a mistake. The the twenty seventy seven was the laminate. Yeah, Yeah, it's all good. I think it's like twenty fifty two or twenty fifty or whatever. Um, that was all. I I honestly believe that she Loki or female Loki wanted him to find her, and it's almost like she was just waiting for them. She, you know, because it was a time where she wasn't doing anything. She was just sitting, chilling in a room with cameras and just yeah. like waiting on for them to show up and planted the girl that she took um, from the, um, you know, variant police. She, she kidnapped somebody. You'll see from that earlier. Scene, yep. And, and um, probed her of information. And there's something very interesting. We'll go back to that. And, uh, and the reason why I'm just touching on it, we'll go back to it for episode three because it has more so to do with episode three than it did episode two. Yes. And, yeah, just waiting for Loki. Just waiting for waiting for him to to get along because uh, I don't think she really gives a crap about him joining her. She just kind of want him to stay out of her way <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, yeah, she she clearly has something. Yeah. Uh, she clearly has it in for the TVA at this point mm-hmm. in, in in episode two. There's something going on. There's obviously a big story arc as far as what she's doing or why she's trying to do it. Uh, that we don't know about yet, and and she's strategically going around and being the the god of mischief, but also ex- the extremely smart god as well, going around and strategically grabbing things when she needs to. And the whole plot of her hiding within the Nexus events, the the mm. the, the whole place within a timeline where it doesn't matter what you're doing minutes before or seconds before or or hiding, as you say, um, because like that. Everything's gonna everything's gonna go down. There's nothing that you could do to change that that part of history. Like when he was in Pompeii speaking Italian to them and throwing up and saying what he is and what he's doing was hilarious. And yeah, like that's when it's like, okay, you're uh you're uh you're right here. Uh-oh. We hit another oh there we go. Yeah, okay, just cool. a just a a blip, a oh, Thanos good. blip. Um that that was that was cool and when they get into Rock's cart, um and you see what her power really is and, and him taking back by it a little bit because it's different. You've never seen Loki actually do that before, per se, without the um without the Tesseract, uh, the mm-hmm. stick. It it was it was it was fun to see how how as much as they are the same Loki, they are very different as well. Mm-hmm. Um and the whole Sunter Yeah, and the whole Hunter C twenty part is is really uh really really Interesting, and then obviously at the end of the episode, she bombs. I guess you could you could say the. Uh, uh, so I mean, she not only does she bomb, she lets go every reset um, at the same time to create multiple nexuses uh, and, and breach the trying timeline to throw everybody off for her ultimate conquest to getting into the TVA 
making all the police go out of the TVA. So she yes. has a clear shot at whatever she wants to do, a clear shot at the timekeepers. I believe there's a lot of dirty, dirty going on in TVA. Nothing in Marvel Universe yeah. is squeaky clean. Um, they probably screwed with the wrong Loki at the end of the day. And I think I think that's pretty much the message. She's not the real ultimate bad here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's probably trying to prevent something from happening that she knows about. Uh, God, there was something you said I wanted to talk about. Well, what we talked about before was leading into episode three, growing up Ravana no, and it was, Owen Wilson. It was episode two. Something you said I wanted to kind of harp on. Dang it, dang it. It was pretty important. Just just uh, when oh, I was... Um, oh, 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 I know what it was. So uh, a little a little Easter egg during the debriefing. Me and Matt kind of brought it up. We were going through different Lokis. They showed oh, different yeah. Lokis, and they were following the pictures that we showed you guys. Kind of funny, huh? Um, they showed all the different types of Lokis. Like there was the there was the King Loki there. There was the um, the more Pharaoh Loki. Yep. Um, one that the 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 uh, Ice Giant Loki and like all of them. There's uh, one that kind of looked like, like we a Hulk. Yeah. All these guys and they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing. But this one right here, you know, this one is a little different. So um, it was pretty interesting that they showed that stuff. But yeah, that pretty much was episode two. And you see Loki uh, go into a portal uh, to follow after. Female Loki and uh, Mobius was just—I don't know if Mobius knew. I feel like Mobius knew that was going to happen. I—I I honestly think the way that Loki looked back at looked back at Mobius, looked at the portal, looked back at Mobius, look at the portal, jump in the portal. I think that was more of Mobius saying, "No, don't do this on your own." Than no, Loki, yeah. don't run away from us. Yeah. I—I—I I, I, I really Mobius made a. Made a very interesting thing saying, I know you, I know about you more than you know about yourself. Yes. Um, because, yeah, he has studied Loki for a long time. And why Loki like this? You know what I mean? So, with that, uh, that goes in episode three and kind of, and I kind of theorize, I'm a theory craft on that uh, small aspect. So, opening episode three, we have female Loki talking to the agent as she pulled. And, Many people probably ask themselves, why is that scene important in the beginning? And I'm, I think a lot of people just don't care about it. They're kind of like, okay, it's her manipulating her to get information out of her. Well, it goes deeper in than that. Yep. And it was very brief that it was mentioned. And I'm going to kind of jump the gun here because this is really important. And this is kind of why I say there's dirty, dirty going on with the TVA is that these people are all variants that work for the TVA. Uh-oh. Internet is bugging out today. And we're nope. Wait for it. Why is my upload speed like this today? Okay, we're back. Uh, right, uh are we back? Yeah, we're back. Okay, hold on me unpause pause. Alright. Oh. No, we're not. Damn it. Uh looking at my i'm actually looking at my my upload speed just fluctuating all over the place it's coming in and it coming should be good now yep in. sorry all right Fire should right be good now. Guys. Uh, you know technology stuff happens um where was i going with this okay we were open up season uh excuse me episode three with her talking to the agent that she pulled um and they were at dinner and they kind of switched scenes well that's really inf- that's really interesting that she's pulling information out of there um because uh these agents are kind of trained and their memories are kind of white 
but she said that it's harder to get some memories from people, and I'm kind of jumping around. Uh, she was explaining this to Loki, how her powers work, because some people, you have to jump hundreds and hundreds of years to pull memories back. Hundreds of years is interesting. And she said, I have to go back to their childhood or go back to, like, a moment yep. in time where they were enjoying themselves, blah, blah, blah. And Loki was like, but they're all, these are agents. What do you mean, hundreds of years? She's like, well, they're all variants. Oh, and yeah. he's like, that means that they... He said Mobius told us, or not Mobius, but he said the TVA said that they were created, created by yep. the timekeepers. But no. Apparently these people are all variants that veered off the path of the timeline and essentially kidnapped, brainwashed, if you really want to say, and, and turned into, into agents. That was the absolute big what the moment yeah, the plot of, of, the, of the episode, of the, the series as of right now, uh, the plot twist. Um, it definitely leads into more nefarious things, as you said, happening with the, the TVA. It's not squeaky clean. Nothing in Marvel is squeaky clean. Um, and, you know, when you were... This even ble lets you bleed back into the beginning of the um, the first episode, if you really want to go back that far and think about it, is, you know, if they're being that nefarious, what what does that mean for other timelines? Is that just a lie to, to kind of... Um, make these people think that are coming in after the brainwash that that there there are there i actually think there is still a multiverse out there and that's where doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and and spider-man are going to come in i i think that the the space lizards the the head honchos didn't wipe out the other timelines and they're using them to their needs for the tva that's a whole nother crafting theory out there but but yeah i mean that's the big what the what the heck moment um if that changes everything now you understand the impact of the beginning of the episode why she was saying hunter uh c20 i think it was it's real it's real because for her it was real she was a a nexus variant and she didn't know that until um lady loki which i won't say her name yet um unlocked for her essentially and of course knowing this now that changes so much in in an awesome way yeah yeah and um the good news is that loki is finding i i think that loki's enjoying being a tva agent right now because yep. he's starting to like find he's really finding himself through these episodes um you were seeing a lot of growth happen yeah. with loki and a lot of understanding happen with loki and what better way to understand yourself is by talking to yourself essentially mm -hmm. um and figuring out these tidbits and uh the time that he spent with uh, Lady Loki, or if you want to call her, I mean, she she announced her name is what Sylvie. Yeah, at one point in the episode, she says she actually starts saying that at the beginning of the episode. Don't call me Loki, don't call me Loki, and then she finally gets out. I go by Sylvie now because she just mm -hmm. hates being called being a Loki essentially at this point. Yeah, um, but again, interesting thought about him being a Loki. I, I honestly, I'm trying to know more of no. I just think that he, I just think that Loki has just been a problem, <laughs> you know. And uh, and he, and Loki is one of the best when it comes to mischief and screwing things up and and you know getting what they want. I don't know, but we'll see. It'd be very interesting if that's true or not. I mean, one of the um, I, I just thought about this. It actually makes Loki. The true, as of right now, coming out of episode three, even Sylvie to some aspect, uh, the true hero of the of the episode, which Loki necessarily has never been, 
He's always been the bad guy or the in-between. You don't really know which way he's going. I mean, right now, if the TVA coming out of Episode 3 is what we think it is, it being the big mm. bad, they need to change everything, they've been lying, they've been killing all these people for no need, him and Sylvie actually become well, yeah. real true I mean, heroes and something that I think Loki's always wanted to be too. Uh, I have another blippity block. This is going to keep on happening, unfortunately, I think. Okay, we always got episode nine to bleed into this. Yeah. This is really bad today. I don't know if it's... There we go. We're back. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. I think... I think Loki is more misunderstood than, than quote-unquote evil. Okay. Um, and I believe Mobius is trying to pull him away from the idea that he is evil... And trying to teach him a lesson and just showing that he's just very misunderstood. He just wanted to mm-hmm. be loved. I mean, at the end of the day, that was the key word of the episode. Of episode three was love. Loki just wanted to be loved. He was loved. I think all Lokis want, are, are looking for that. That's the ultimate kingdom or, or queendom is, is to dominate the idea of love. Because that's something that Loki can't attain uh, with, you know, with brute force. Yeah. Or with mischief. Um, it's, it's it's too much of a pure feeling that he just doesn't understand, and she thing. asks him, "What is love?" Because she doesn't great. understand it. She doesn't know. Um, there was this really heart touching scene of them in the train, and we're gonna jump all over. It doesn't really matter because you need to watch three anyway. <laughs> mm, where they're talking and they're kind of getting to know each other, I guess you could say. Yeah. And she brought up his mother, and uh, whenever you talk about Loki's mother, it literally pauses him. Yes. Um, it's a weakness and, and or, or strength. And that's the only person that really truly loved him, he feels, um, who never never gave up on believed in him, taught him his magic, because it's quite interesting. He's interested in her magic. She's really interested in his magic. Yeah. Also, it's very, very important to know that her magic was limited, but his isn't. It's it's weird. They're they're both limited in ways. They just don't they're seeing different sides of themselves because no 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 he I'm had... about when the, the TVA stuff oh it was very interesting when she tried to do something she had a spark oh yeah he had nothing you're right he had full powers that wasn't addressed it was just there that is and very true um it's, it's a very important part and I think we're gonna figure out in episode, by the end of the season why that's a thing um she yeah. noticed it she was like what the heck but she's a better she's better at martial capabilities. She's also a I mean, obviously she's she's a better fighter. It she's seems. a very good fighter, yeah. Um and it was very interesting to see that. Very interesting to see that. But anyway, uh yeah, they were sharing they were sharing and talk about the mother and how she showed him how to do stuff, and you can tell that the weakness that the real weakness of her is love. Um, and she's trying to still understand it and trying to see where Loki, if, if Loki's felt it, but Loki doesn't know how to put it into words. Um, but I think he notices that's how he got her. He's trying to show her that she needs to enjoy, enjoy yeah. her time. Cause Loki's all about mischief to Loki is he's a child trapped in a, an adult body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's about having fun at the moment and doing things for himself and just pretty much having He's a big baby at the end of the day. What do, what, do, what do children do? They throw a tantrum when they can't have what they think is theirs or what they want. And which, that's which, truly what Loki is doing. And, and yeah, and the Loki that we know now is still yeah. midst of, I want the throne of Asgard. It's not the Loki at the end. It's the Loki at the end of 
Avengers, not the Loki that that we've come to see at the end of uh, or beginning of Infinity Wars. Excuse well, me. I, I think that I, I even think that's changed. I yeah. Think now he just yeah. wants to save his mother, and and right wrongs. At this point, I don't even think he gives a crap about dying. I think he was more taken back because at first I was like, oh, he's really scared about dying. He wants to change everything so that doesn't happen to him. But no, I think it's more of like I screwed up. I killed my mother, the one person that loved me. Yeah, like Mo- Moby's just like, you right told her to go wrong. left, not right, and you made her die. Right. Like, that was insane. Yeah. I want to right wrongs. And if it ends with me dying, at least I'm at least I'm at peace knowing that I corrected one of my mistakes. You know, it almost feels that way. Um, and now he's starting to see that Thor wasn't as bad as a brother. And he's starting to realize a lot of stuff. Yes. Odin, even though he was a poop father, but he was a poop father to both of them. But he was, he was still, a worse father for the other one, yeah. Son. Yep. He truly loved him, and, and that goes back to that that movie. What was it, Thor? Rav- not, wasn't that, not Dark Ragnarok. World or Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Well, Dark World was the elves, and Dark Ragnarok World. was the one where, where he died. Yeah, I think it was Dark, Dark World, where, um, you know, Odin did everything. He, I mean, he could have left that baby there. Oh, yep. You know? And I think that's very quite apparent, and he's noticing, based off of Sylvie, that, huh, I'm loved. Yeah. You know, and, and I just can't explain it. And but at the end of the day, is this all a trick? You know, is, is this another is this another mischief made by Loki to, to trap the other Loki? I think it was started off as that, but now he's really interested in her and she's really interested in him. Yep. And uh he never met somebody that was quite like him. Yeah. And and this is very, very touching, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's there's so many Easter eggs though. It, it's very much they're they're very much similar, but also very different because of their mother. Um th- yeah. that whole that whole mother aspect of, of him actually growing up with her and and going on to, you know, adulthood with her, um, allowed him to have that 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 human side, that compassionate side that we see every once in a while from where compared to this uh, uh Loki or Sylvie, um she never had that and that's what led her to to change her name from Loki and to really get rid of herself and, and change herself and move herself away from Asgard because of how horrible her father was and, and presumably her Thor <laughs> um, whatever version of that Thor is so having that 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 commonality but also big differentiator between them is is quite wild is quite wild and I think that's what also what makes our Loki cautiously optimistic of her is seeing how even like briefly how their conversation has changed. But it's it's been it's been a wild ride these past couple of months, especially this one. There's because there's there's just been so much given, and that whole train scene, even the um, <laughs> even to step forward a little bit when they're uh, when she's trying to grab her uh, grab his mind. That was that was quite interesting too. There there's all there was a whole lot going on there. Yeah. Um The true mastermind of this this whole game is I I think our Loki. I think he's the one that's got the bigger plans in the end. Mm-hmm. Um it goes with the the drinking and having fun aspect was to show Sylvie that she needs to start partaking in the moment. Yeah. Um, and enjoying herself. That's what makes them different. She's always serious. They, they're polar opposites while being the same. Yeah. She's always serious to the point when I get this mission done. This is a mission, this mission, mission. How can you veer away from the mission? Loki's like, you need to enjoy the moments. He showed her fireworks. Because yeah. Because those fireworks was like something that his mom said 
Loki, sometimes you need to slow down and enjoy magic. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the 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 whole you know feeling that it brings you. And yeah. um the whole scene where he was just laughing and drinking and 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 have everybody around enjoying space around them um while being noticed by somebody granted i think he was trying to be noticed he was in his tva outfit and he was just bouncing around because again it goes back to episode two where it doesn't matter what the hell you do when the the nexus event happens it's going to happen anyway so you know it doesn't really matter and i think that's kind of like an ode back to episode two um guards got alerted by one person they have to see their tickets or whatever. And then a big fight scene happens. Um, Loki got thrown out of the window. <laughs> yeah. And Sylvie Which was followed, pretty funny. And he broke the device that lets them travel. Yep. So, uh Well, I won't say he broke it, but they kind of landed on top of it. I, I believe he did short circuit it. Um, you think this but, isn't um, a, you don't think this is a left hand, right hand trick? You think this yeah, is, think is it's actually kind of broken, broken? Uh, also, it could be an illusion. Yeah, that's. It could that's... also be an illusion for all we know. Because you know, can do that. you know, at some point they're gonna get off. They're gonna get out of. They're gonna get out of this. I mean, I I believe so. Well, yeah, obviously, but I think I think the time variance is gonna show up. Okay, you think they're gonna show up? You think they're gonna I think, find yeah, I think him? The American police is gonna show up. Uh, Mobius will show up, and then it'd be interesting to see a little sit down between all three of them. <laughs> I wonder if that's gonna happen. Because but, they're gonna uh, want to get out. They're, they're not gonna. She's knock probably gonna out, feel yeah. betrayed by Loki, and all hell might break loose for a little while. I think that might be a thing. It can be a case. Um, because, I mean, they're they're trusting each other now. And the trust was a big thing that kept popping up in the episode. Um, they have no choice but to trust each other now. I just thought 27-7 was hilarious. And I thought it was hilarious that it looked very, very cyberpunk. Yeah, um, yo, that's what it was. <laughs> I think that was an ode to cyberpunk. Honestly, I think they, the people that, that, <laughs> set, that set that scene love cyberpunk. Um, oh man! Just hilarious. Did you or talk about what you wanted? Destruction of Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> Did you talk about what you wanted to talk about before we're growing up and everything? When I was talking about it earlier, said so you wanted to grab something and yeah, talk about it later. It was the fact that the grow up the time variants don't know that they're being pulled from different yeah timelines. Um, and they are variants, yeah. Yeah, and like, and like, and like, yeah, Mobius brought up the jet ski thing over and over again. Jet skis, man. It's just something about them. You know? Now you know why you think. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, he probably got stripped out of his timeline. I mean, he probably was a variant that went off, and they just scooped him up. And he's been there forever, or at least thought to have been, been there forever. You know, they probably wiped his mind. I mean, time is not even of the essence where they are. Uh, yeah. They're in, a, they're in an area where time variants control everything. Um, um, you know, when you st- when you actually speak of 2770 again, you know, I did some I did some digging afterwards, and apparently um, the 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 the, the, the Lemnance One or Lamnant One, whatever the planet they were on, mm-hmm. was actually now. I don't know if this is going in crazy, but this goes back to always you always what, what you've always said. They always put s- something into Marvel for a reason, yeah. and yeah. Um, not necessarily twenty seventy seven, but the planet they were on, uh, Lemnance One, was actually a, an actual planet in the Kree system. That's why when they're running through the city to try to get to the spaceship, there was a lot of Kree aesthetics on the walls and writing. Uh, but on top of it, too, the exact planet is actually part of, uh, for, for us comic book fans, um, part of the Annihilation Conquest timeline and arc. So does this mean Annihilation is coming to 
the Marvel timeline that we're that we're dealing with now? Is it going to be an offshoot with the series? Could it be a big Marvel phase plan? But it's cool that they put specific things in there potentially for us to geek out about or to set something up in the future because it's not just a random planet. It's actually a planet that means something in the in the overall uh, Marvel, not just cinematic universe, Marvel universe. Period. Yep. Yep. So, um. I think this is all a ploy to get her back at the TVA or maybe maybe he wants to spend more time with her or whatever to, to figure out things. But um, I think it's all a game to Loki about who's the most superior. Um, oh, at yeah. least it started off as that. And it's probably still it's still probably there um, because they go back and forth again about being superior. They're both children at the end of oh, the day. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, what was I going with this? It's like oh. two brothers bickering or brother and sister bickering in this instance. Yeah, um, they bought up, yeah, and uh, like I said, the thing about love, so they bought up, they finally brought up his sexuality, which yeah. is, he's bisexual, um, I don't know how I feel about it, and it's not, not because he's bisexual, I just don't know how to feel about how they did it, it's kind of like, you know, prince or princesses, well, there are many, you know, blah, 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 it's like, alright, it's a subtle thing about him being bisexual, and then they just kind of dropped it, you know, you don't just drop, like, well, it was in the process of them talking about love and getting to it. So I like Well, here here's the thing. To us it doesn't matter as much because we're not we don't we don't understand that lifestyle, I guess, or at least I don't understand that lifestyle. I don't know what okay. but I read a lot of people's take on it. Really? A lot of people that are bisexual and that are LGBTQ A plus and they were just like Thanks for making Loki this way, but that's it. We're not gonna like, you know, bring up anything else with it and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like, at that point, you're trying to ask yourself, that's a big thing. Yeah. And if it wasn't big, they wouldn't have mentioned it because it really doesn't matter what sexual preference you are. That makes that doesn't make your character. So why bring it up if you're not gonna really expand on it? You know, they should have showed up. They should have. They could have shown like him deep in thought or something and like really really let that sink in and what does that have to do with the show why mm. was his love interest even bought up because if we were talking love we were really talking about his his mom yeah why did she bring that up is it because she was in love with someone and tva did something to, you know I, I don't know so maybe it leads on to something bigger but it was just kind of yeah it's kind of like a yeah it was like quickly done like you said it was just kind of like a throwaway line and then quickly it was done yeah and i was just like okay because it leads a lot of us saying, well, that was strange. <laughs> you know, like, you brought that up for what reason? You know, does, is it really that important? That he's, is his sexual preference that important? Well, they've done, this, we they've the done this twice fluid. now. Yeah, I was just about to say, they've done yeah, that twice the, now. Yeah, the, the, the brief gender, gender. fluid. And now, and now the sexuality being um, yeah. quick, for lack of a better term I can think of, quick one-liners. Um, and yeah, I guess I didn't see yeah. it because... You know, uh, the, the people that you've read from or, or spoken to or however you you you, do, you dove into it after the fact um, had some thoughts into it. I was just looking at it as a how do I want to say this? I was just looking at it as 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 a as a moving forward of character device, but it is did seem like as a throwaway wall line where they could have gone bigger into it, especially when they're talking about love. So, like I, like you right. said, I don't I don't. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how to necessarily feel 
um well, it's I mean, warranted, honestly, if, if but but understand. i get it but it's, i but i can yeah. i can see now the way yeah. others may may feel differently about it yeah yeah because i'm i'm kind of thinking to myself i'm just like all right not saying that your preference is not important but it wasn't important to this the, the current events that were happening yeah and there was so much already to go off of love when it came to his mom and, and what she probably didn't experience. And then the fact that she was at dinner with that other variant to probe her mm-hmm. as best friend, so to speak. Yes. But she, but the way she was acting, she, you knew she had a side to her that did experience something similar to that. So it was kind of like all these callbacks that I was trying to form in my head. Like, why was oh, this such yeah. a big deal? But why was it done so secretively? Secretively, really? I mean, they just kind of like, you know, if you if you if you if you I don't know sneezed, you would have missed that. Yeah. So it, it was just very interesting to me. And nothing, nothing to where people were just like, you know, I can't believe they did that. It's more like, all right, but give us more. Give us like, more. W- yeah. w- what's happening here? You know, like so it's kind of like, yeah, I, I was kind of interested. I'm like, who was he in love with? He was deep in thought, dude. He he definitely had a a, a pause when she again. Said princess of princess, yeah. he, he like took a drink. <laughs> when you have to take a drink about something, it's like yeah, man, something's time, there, you know. And it's just like <laughs> so I'm like, okay, give me more. Like, what are we talking about here? Is this somebody we're gonna see in the future? Nothing there. Nothing. Was it the Hulk? He's thinking about has no, has kidding. Loki in the comic books? I can't think. Has he had like a ma- like a major uh, love story arc with anybody? I think so. I think. Well, I don't know about major, but I think. I mean, I think it's quite apparent that he's had both men and women. Yeah, but that's that's going back to to Asgard in general and the thought of gods uh, such as you know what in, in in every folklore they don't have preferences. Yeah, that's going back to the whole Nordic. Yeah. You know, and then, um, you know, granted, he's not a Greek god, but I'm just saying in general, they especially them, um, they just don't have preferences yeah. because they see, you know, a, a lover as a lover. It's not a, it's not male or female. So hmm. I don't know, it was, I was, I thought it was very interesting. That was very interesting that they had it. Um, was this all a trick? There was a lot of evidence. Uh, um, but on whose part? But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, more so on Loki's part. Our, our Loki, I should say, our, our bro Loki versus um you know a lady loki because he there was a lot of blank spots the drinking she wouldn't drink she fell asleep he didn't yeah um the the singing and and bringing bringing attention to that there being there him not going through with what she wanted he clearly created that diversion to get them off track with that they would have never. They would the have ship. never been thrown off by humans on a ship. Right. On a ship. Yeah. yeah. Taking her to that ship that they were trying to get on, making her actually go there to see to see the destruction of it all. I don't think it was for her to for them to escape. He wanted her mm. to see the destruction of of and and the chaos and the rioting and and the events that happen right before our next event happens. Because also there was a. Our 360 roll around of Ragnarok going through the same thing. Um, people were running and screaming oh, and revolting yeah. and writing. The, the place was being destroyed because also we went back to episode two where they showed Ragnarok or episode one and he was crying. He was, he was, he was taken back. He was like, Oh my God, I created this. Yeah. You know? So it's, <laughs> 
it's a whole bunch of back and forth and like you you have to really pay attention to all these this is why this is such a mastermind freaking uh the writing was just it's just godlike yeah. it's really good and there's a lot to like go back on and and what i love about the episodes is by the done time you're done with the new episode you're thinking about episode one and two when we're done with four we're gonna be thinking about one two and three yeah and it's not like you forget about them and i think that's what separates this show or marvel in general from let's say uh god I already forgot about the name of that show what was it jupiter jupiter setting <laughs> yeah there's no thinking about anything and like after episodes done you're just kind of like oh, okay and you move on to the next one you're just kind of like oh okay okay yeah. whether it's you know, been it's like yeah yeah whether it's been wandavision captain america and the wilter soldier are now three episodes in of loki yeah. you can't think about the current episode you're on without going back to the prior episode or episodes because they mm-hmm. are they are they are full on telling a story and harking back to moments or letting you think back to moments that are happening prior i mean hell you can even say for this specific loki just back into the the movies because of how um um how much of a mastermind loki is i mean think of uh actually when you talk about showing everything and changing places think about um what loki just did with agent carlson and thor like yeah. this is kind of like a play into that in some instances too in some aspects to to trick somebody into getting in them into an area where they want him to i mean that's yeah. crazy that's crazy I, I i i was i was originally under the impression maybe sylvie could be in his mind a little bit but i am actually complete 180 where i i'm with you now i i actually really do think that everything that we're seeing now is all because loki wants her to see it or or showing her it and he practiced and she practically told him how to do how yeah to, how, to, how to do he's it. a quick learner uh, he's not stupid loki like he, no. he, he she practically is, did yeah the number one clue is he brought her there yeah and she was like why'd you bring me here yeah let's it's, test the theory you know that he knows where these nexus events are that that they yeah. can jump into so he magically picks out of anywhere she even said it out of anywhere you chose this the absolute worst what did she say it's like the absolute worst of the nexus events yeah and he yeah. chose that one i mean that's come on now everybody on the planet dies yeah it's no one gets off a she certain says. area yeah there's no escape you have to get Ooh. off the planet so uh, like yeah there's a lot of building here there's a lot to look at um and and i'm, I'm very excited where this is going again uh okay so let's just talk about let's, let's go off a beat real quick and let's talk about casting okay uh, marvel's pretty good at casting stuff yeah uh, i did not like the idea of I, I was not blown away by the reveal of lady loki when i saw her, i was just like uh oh at the end of the episode, episode she lifts her head and then yeah okay it's kind of like hmm all right episode three loved her yeah episode three loved her um yeah i didn't like the way with she, you it's not about uh, it's gonna sound very bad when i say i didn't like the way she looked i just didn't feel she put that aura off on somebody that was just going around killing people <laughs> you know? i i agree with you i feel like they could have shown her off instead of that last like cliffhanger beat because once you see her in episode three you know why they casted her the way they interacted she, yeah. with one another the way they went back and forth it was it was like Tom Hiddleston and Tom oh Hiddleston, God. or or, or or Sophia and Sophia talking to each other. It was a perfect match. They're such kids. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so evident that these these 
both of these Lokis just had a crap childhood. Yeah. Not a crap childhood, but a very, very meager childhood. And they're they're literally going on a tantrum about shit. The, the <laughs> whole fact that she he was there was a reason, everybody, that that scene between those two. All right, in cinematography, your camera shots tell everything, mm-hmm. everything. In scary movies, you know somebody's about to die when the camera <laughs> when the camera is offset, right? Yeah. If it's offset and the camera's focusing on that, there's a person here. All right. So, for instance, how am I you know someone right you know you okay. know someone's going to be behind you. Yeah. Right this is offsetting cameras. Yep. You know something's about to come up from behind me. <laughs> you know whatever. The scene where they were dead center, he was towering over her. She was pouting. And he had yes. the device in his hand broken, <laughs> and they sat on that longer than they sat on the bisexual thing. Yeah. What? That was all part of, a, like, a big scheme that Marvel's planning for us to be like, oh, oh I get it. <laughs> she yells, she lets out the burst, she goes, that'll make yeah, you feel better? Childish. 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 What, can, yep. what do kids do? Scream, pout, yep. run off, and sit down, right? And just pout. He did the same thing. He just ran up to me. He was like, all right, you good? Like an older brother almost. Yeah. Like, you good? All right, cool. So what are we going to do now? We're about to die. <laughs> what do you want to do? figure this you know, out. Like... And he's so calm. Another thing that you have to call back on is that Loki is in control of this. Why do we know Loki's in control? Because he's not freaking out. Loki, when yeah. Loki knows he's about to be destroyed, he freaks out. He 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 makes mistakes. He he does. He's all the number one plan he wants to do is escape, escape, escape. And he's not, he's very like, eh. But, showing, I think he's showing around the planet, bro. I think he's showing her like, this is all the con- destruction that you're doing. This is all the stuff that's happening while we're sitting here doing all this stuff. What are we going to do to fix it? We both need to get in front of the timekeepers and find out what's going on. Well, now, I think was his that plot changed? Was that, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, the, that was, that was before well, the, the device broke before the the variant reveal if i remember correctly though i feel like Uh, the variant reveal was when they were walking after they got knocked off the train because it was dark because it was dark when they got knocked off the train the device broke immediately oh yeah you're right it was after they got up and started walking though because it was it was still light when they got off the train then it was after, but he still is playing the long game here. He's playing the long con. The variant thing I want to say happened before they got on the train. My second kid is Loki. Yes, probably it did. Because yes, it was before they got on the train because she he was asking her how her power worked. Um, no, it was after. Chat, do you remember when it was the reveal? Was it before I, I or it was after before the train? She was asking her about how the power works. She said she was going back hundreds of years to pull back from their older memories. A happy time when they were with their lovers. It was like, yeah. was like wait a minute, what? They cre- they're created by... And she said, just like I did with that agent. He was like, well, they're, they're, they're created by the timekeeper. She was like, no. Yeah. They're all variants. And he was like, well, they don't know that. Yeah, they don't. And then an event happened. Right when they said that. Something blew up. Something happened. Um... And because they, they panned out, it was like them kind of small on the screen, and they showed the background of stuff happening. Uh, it was definitely before they went to, uh, you know, to the to the town. To the town, yeah. That that the whole town the was the the end of the episode. Yeah, that's yeah, that was yeah. the the, was the either, cliffhanger it, for this it, episode. It was definitely after she was explaining her powers. Okay, one hundred percent. Which I believe is that when makes sense. they got the tick. Yeah, it, it could have been off the train because she already took over that guy's mind. 
for, for that let them on the train. So after the train, yeah. Okay. Okay, I was just trying to to remember the time in there, but yeah, that was. I love that. I love that kid. Uh, the kid um, aspect between the two. That was that yeah. was that was that they're, was that yeah, was dead on. Children. And uh, they're they're children that can't get what they want, and they're just upset about it. And and that's and 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 it goes back so well because it plays on all the all the Thor movies. Um, hell, even even the secret. I want my own movie my own show kind of thing that Loki <laughs> hints at yeah. uh, by like breaking the fourth wall without, mm-hmm. without truly breaking it uh, by telling Thor it's all about you. It's all about you and this, that, and the other. And I want to be the main character for once, you know, or some, 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 in so many words he says that, but um, it's very interesting. I, I, I really like th- this is probably, mm, this is probably my favorite. Uh, I mean, Falcon Winter, uh, I mean, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier or, or Falcon Winter Soldier Rand. But this, this is good, good. Uh, this is very, it's, very good. It's different. Like, all three of these series have been completely different, and I've liked them all for their own different, but very important. reasoning. And yeah, very important. Yeah. Uh, but I am, it's, I'm like you, like, I loved seeing the story of Anthony Mackie and how real it got. Um, with with uh, with him be going from Falcon, giving up the shield, taking it back, why he took it back, and what that whole end speech, five minute end speech that he had was just like you said, goosebumps thinking about it, jaw dropping, and I can't even imagine how how others feel. Um, but there's something about this that, like, I get a, a smile talking about it. Like it's just like it's that little piece that like makes me really really enjoy it and really really love it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's just, that's that's the scene I was talking about. Oh, we're just like Loki did a when play. He was posing oh, as Odin, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, he took over Asgard for a little bit. He was like, "I want to tell you how great I am," but Loki's always trying to tell him tell people how great he is. He yep. gets in front of everybody. He's like, "I want to tell you how great I am, people of Asgard. I'm great. I'm here as your savior." You know, and everybody's like, "What? Huh? Hell, who what now?" <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, we don't know how massive of a scale that Loki can create illusions either. So. There's another there's another thing. Um that device could have been fake the whole time. As to why he didn't just give it to her. Every time she asked for it, he, it, it something happened. Uh so uh, it's, it's a very very interesting yeah. thought of I think he's do, I think he's doing the left hand right hand cosmic cube thing um that he's he's playing and or or better yet because it's this Loki he hasn't actually done it yet. Um, the 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 agent Coulson, I'm over here. Switch over with Thor now. I think, I think he probably still has one, and he's playing the long game. I don't think they're gonna get yeah. off the planet with that device. I think, like you said, the TVA is gonna actually get in somehow. He probably set something off or did something to to get their attention of where they are, and and the TVA will will grab them, and they'll they'll end up. Uh, at the beginning or somewhere in this episode inside the TVA, which just just happens to be where she wants to be. So Yeah, I think yeah. they're gonna start the next episode probably at, at a simultaneous whatever happened in the events of this episode. They're gonna probably show Mobius and how they got back to TVA, what happened when they got back to TVA. Yeah. Mobius kind of searching for Loki and finds out that they're probably in the Nexus event and find out that the Nexus event is this and that and uh and go from there. Because honestly, at the end of the day, timekeepers see all, right? 
Is that really true? Yeah. Actually, Loki said the timekeepers are probably blind to Nexus events. I mean, it gets. It, I mean, if they're pulling people from Nexus events, I, I, like this goes back to what I said before. I wonder if if it's not that they're. they're I don't think. I don't. Think, I don't they're just pulling them. You think general. they're just pulling them? Well, I I, I don't think. When they well, said I that mean, there is no more multiverse, there is just one uh, linear timeline. I, I think that's. I think that's a lie. I think they're using the multiverse to grab these other people out and through into their TVA for their well, nefarious I believe means. That, I believe there's variants that go off the line because mm-hmm. it's that story of I got a gut feeling to yeah. take this way to work instead of that way and then you then you notice there was a car accident and you say that could have been me type thing yeah that's us veering let's say that's us veering off the time you know veering off the timeline to create our own path and we but if you, there's sometimes we could veer but you go back to the timeline in general you know so i think they're just pulling people that do step off that path like okay in new york city they're holding glass above you you decided I don't know, a car honks at you, a person knows you, and you walk that way instead of walking straight. And one timeline, you would have walked straight, and you probably would have died or something. But yeah. you kind of veered off that path. And, you know, kind of like the Destiny, what was it called? What's that movie back in the day, Destiny? or Oh, Final Destiny. Destination. Final <laughs> Destination. Yeah, Destination type thing. Personally, oh, I'm probably grabbing people, watching their minds, and, and, and creating that Plain whatever. Chart. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay. Um, Mobius knows he taught Mobius how to find them no matter where they are with yeah. that Nexus event. And I believe that's kind of what was going to happen. But the whole fact that the timekeepers, if they're as powerful as they say, uh, why can't they stop her? That's what Loki's point yeah, was that's in episode the other part, two. Yeah. And he says because she's hiding in Nexus events. They don't have power over this stuff from happening. So, Damn, so yeah. it's like interesting, you know? Yeah, that is interesting. So they have all this power to to go through or found a way to get through multiverses to grab people through, but they don't have the power to change something. But that also has to deal with time travel then and 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 changing. Yeah, this is this 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 is a whole topic of discussion period because now you're really just diving into time travel and it's the whole like homer simpson episode i mean you, you go back, back you step on the fly it changes everything you go back to not present to step on the fly but you do something else and it changes something else like so oh you could, yeah so you can go even go back to thinking of uh thanos and uh why did uh dr strange revisit how many timelines did he revisit the 14 million said, something something yeah, something and yeah he found the one that it's possible, but they changed, they altered it. They altered it. And then the whole conversation with the the time guardian. Oh yeah, wait a second. That's a great and point. Bruce Banner. How one how one uh infinity stone being out of place could completely alter time and destroy the timeline. If it's that serious, I mean she what she just did didn't destroy anything. She just created chaos across the whole timeline. Yeah. But yeah. Ain't nothing happened. Not yet. You know, and if it was supposed to be that instantaneous, why didn't why didn't the timekeeper stop her right there? They don't have there's there's something to where either the timekeepers aren't real in this universe. Or there's a bigger person playing at hand that just made these timekeepers up to be kind of I don't know, a play at hand, maybe it's the watchers that's doing everything. 
I mean, um, yeah, the Watchers we're going to get, even though it's a cartoon version, but we know that they're part of it. We are going to get the Watchers as far as what if. I mean, what happens... they stop Thanos? What happens if, uh, what happens if this is Kang? We know we're getting Kang. Maybe he got rid mm. of the Timekeepers because we know how much he hates him. Yeah, I think this is bigger than Kang. You think this is bigger than Kang? Uh, okay. I think he has a role in this, but I think it's bigger than him. But it's like, why didn't the Timekeepers stop the, the, the in-game events? And if and, and Mobius did touch on, he said because it was supposed to happen. Then why the heck did you allow the Avengers to go back and screw up time? Because they did and it right. Stay there because what? they did that right. Yeah, who's who's making these rules to make them stay there and do it right? The timekeepers. So yeah, there's there's a whole lot of questions. There's a Damn. big question mark. I, I think episode one is way more important than you know than we're leading on. Yeah, and, and uh, there's a lot to rethink about. By the way, guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, please give them in chat because uh, we only got... We got a couple of minutes left here, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if you got questions, theories, and stuff, please say so. Hey, uh, you're uh, modernist. How you doing? And uh, (laughs) we can go in there. Um, I mean, we got through this this a lot faster than I thought we would. Um, Yeah. There's a lot to think about. And the reason why I say my bleed over is because I want you guys to make sure you see episode three if you haven't seen it already. And episode four coming up. I think episode four is going to answer a lot of questions that we have for episode three, but kind of taking what we said about uh, this whole thing, because it's very, this show is very important. Um, this is going yeah. to probably open the door. It's so important that it has a second season. There is no other show, I don't think, that Correct. got another season announced besides... I think the only other one was What If? And that's yeah. its and that's its own ball of wax, because period. Captain They're America, taking a comp- Falcon Soldier... Movie. Got a movie. Yeah. Named Captain America's Winter Winter Soldier. I thought it was Cap Four. Winter Soldier anymore. I think it's just called Cap Four. As of right now, it's titled Captain America Four, I believe. Right. There's no official title. Yeah. I. It might be called Captain America White Wolf. That would be cool. They haven't. They they briefly because he's he's essentially grown from Winter Soldier. Yeah. In Captain America Winter Soldier, he's still the Winter Soldier. Mentally. And he's breaking that, you know, throughout the whole episode. So I'm very interested in that too. I I I really like that nightshade. There is a lot of Wizard of Oz references with the TVA there, and and having exactly. and, and having well, that that, that you pull yeah. you pull back the curtain and it's just Joe Schmo back there smoking a cigar, like oh whoa whoa it's, whoa it's whoa, whoa what are you doing there? It's yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I think there's a big bad here, yeah. but I don't think it it might be. Mephisto. So the interesting thing, since you brought that up, the 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 head of this series was the original writer of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and we know how this is all. It all connects, you know. It's so could it be Mephisto? Could it be Nightmare? Could it be one of those characters or beings that are actually pulling the strings back there, or or is it hell? Maybe. Could it be another Loki? It's not Morbius. Morbius isn't Loki, but maybe there is a bigger Loki at play that was here once before pulling these strings again. Because, I mean, if the show's called Loki, why not have the big bad of the, as well as the big good Loki? Like, there's, there's, there's a lot, a lot. I mean, hell, what if, what is, what if Sylphie is in control of Loki's mind and this is all something that she's just pulling from? But you know what? That's a good point. To harken back on what you said, so Loki's magic didn't work at all. Sometimes it shows up green, sometimes it didn't. In the episode, when he 
pushes the people on the train or hits them on the train are Loki's green. But when he like super saiyans up at the end of the episode to push back the falling building, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And and female Loki, so far what we've always seen, especially when she touches somebody, it does the uh the, the spark or shows green, like we saw at the beginning of the episode in TVA even didn't work. But when she touches Loki, it doesn't go off. So that leads me once again to believe that it could be our boy playing with her. We haven't seen. God, there's um, so many things. Well, we, we yeah, it's, it's so many things. But we we don't know what Loki can actually do, though. Yeah, we've only we've only seen pieces of what Loki does. And nine times out of ten in the old Avengers movies, he's using daggers half the time. That's just a part of it. That's just a little part of him. Um, which also, I li- which I which are, I liked how we also, went those back. Daggers were material. The first time we seen those daggers materialized. The daggers are physical objects. And on top of that, he's always brought them mm. out of his sleeves. But they were they were the first time we've seen them actual materialized with with like green Coming material. In and out, like, yep. Yeah. What the heck? I think you yeah. Know? And I never really paid attention to it till now because I was just like, oh, it's Loki. But he's always doing uh, right. It's a sleeve trick. Yeah. Um, and then it was taken away from him. If they were material, if he can just materialize daggers, it doesn't matter if they took the daggers away from him in the TVA. I know they said his powers don't work there. But I, I don't know. There's a lot to explain there. Um, but yeah, him stopping the building was interesting. Even my wife was like, "He could do that." <laughs> so, yeah, and that wasn't. Uh, let's let's one thing. Yeah. I, I've I've seen some things in the end that that wasn't Infinity Stone time manipulation. That was him just true power at that point. He was just Super Saiyan, just throwing it back, protecting him and Sylvie to move on. Or it was an illusion because I've never like seen. A reversal of time, though, I've, but I've I've never seen his power in that large of effect though. Nobody, I don't think nobody's have seen this MCU's Loki's power. Yeah, um, he he's just been doing magic tricks, and 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 they constantly call it magic tricks, like a little kid's magic show. Yeah, they they literally keep saying it's so much. These are children aspects. These are children fighting over. Think about it. Every episode. I'm better. No, I'm better. You know, uh, <laughs> it's the... mine. I want it now. I really like Loki that with part his of daggers, it, yeah. with the power. Sylvie with with uh, you know wanting to get to the TVA. I want to see it. I want to. I want to be front and center. And they're not going to say no to me. And now they're just pouting back and forth and and going. It's all. It's all showing that these kids and then and and then introducing child Loki into the mix of a thing or or young Loki in the mix of things. It's all owed to being a freaking kid. Like. This is in this hidden back home to the mother, the, the son, mother, daughter, mother, mother relationship. Yep. Um, Mobius calling him, God, you're such a child. Uh, you know, him saying that constantly, or what happens to look at was to talk all the time. Children just ask a lot of questions, they talk all the time. You know, it's just so much. What do you want to be when you grow up? So, the aspect yep. of it, right? Yep. What do you want to out of all this? Well, I, I, you can answer the question. Yeah. It's like a, what a kid would say. It's just so much there. Man, the writing is just... God. It, it's just... It, man, I just wish DC can get on this level of writing. I want to get these people on our could. show and really talk about it at the end. <laughs> yeah. Marvel, who do we got to talk to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What if he didn't push the building, uh, but temporarily reverse the flow of time for that building? That's what it looked like. It looked like time reversal because the building didn't just go... He didn't went, necessarily shoot it up. It, it did have that it that kind of like re, rewind effect. Yeah, 
So this, this could all be in the mind. I think he learned how to do her magic and did it on her while she was asleep. Yeah, I mean, she's or she, we've we've already seen that version of Loki be an extremely quick learner and to get people on his side just recently in these first three episodes. So there is no reason of thought to not believe that that one or two sentences that she said um, on how to use the the mind manipulation trick that he couldn't learn it. I mean, I'm I'm fully I'm fully on board with that. It when she touched him. You know, because there was a couple of times we, she grabbed him. We saw him. some green. She touched him, and it went through. He said there, 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 says, there was it work on you. There was green. I don't remember seeing green. Yeah, it was green. Okay, it was green. Mm. And she says, "Why didn't it work on you?" And he was like, "Because I know how it works." Yeah, because or he goes, "Because I'm smart or stronger." He says, "Like I, he did, yeah. he showed off that he wasn't there." But yeah, um, and but and it, he and he has and he did grab her before they went on the train too. Like when he did the whole, um, I'm the guard, I'm a bad actor whole routine, right? He went up behind yeah. her and grabbed her. So that could have been another way of getting into her mind. There's, there, was, there was instances in the episode where you can definitely put that towards the, the theory because, you know, he, get, he got drunk. She's like, wait, you didn't sleep? No, I get drunk. That's like my, how I do my feeling thing, which is, huh. yeah. Funny enough, a couple of things we don't know. He could have taken a time stone. But is it the same? But, but how do you know what universe it is? What multiverse I mean, it's he part chose of? It. He True. Chose it. I, yeah, I do really believe that he that he chose it. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I think that's a little far fetched. But I mean, it could. You might be on to something though. Would I mean? I, I don't rule that out. He there's a whole reason why he told that he, he chose that time zone. Time zone yeah. out of anything. Um, and but, he had the and it's the absolute worst as she said because he had no idea it existed. He yeah. had to pre-research it. Oh, yeah. He, he even threw her for a loop. Someone that's been traveling for God knows how many years. Well, I don't know. Uh, it, is, uh, it is that time, chat. It's uh, time. it's one forty-five. So this is another episode. Episode, quick math, episode eight of the comics show uh, coming to an end. Uh, for those of you that haven't been here the whole time, if you want to go back, by all means, you'll see it as a VOD. We'll be up on a podcast here uh, shortly on the Rodback Rare Drop channel of networks. We went over uh, episode two, episode three, some theory crafting in between, especially at the end. We talked about E3 and Summerfest, some of the awesome stuff uh, coming that uh, coming through there as far as video games and the overall industry itself. But um, outside of that, boys and girls, uh, that's going to be it. Uh, your 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 homework. Watch episode four when it comes out, and 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 rewatch the other episodes if you're very interested in theory yes. crafting and breaking stuff down. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, when you rewatch these episodes, you'll actually catch a lot more than you're not really paying attention to the main plot. You're paying attention to like all the little secrets and stuff that was kind of thrown in there. You catch a lot on the second and third time around. Um, when I have some time, I'm probably gonna work through work through, especially three. Three is something there's a lot of stuff, a yeah. Um. And, yeah. and and just know there's there's three episodes left. We're gonna be here for him talking to you. If you have additional questions uh, for us, whether it's this, anything Marvel, DC, superhero, He Man's Masters of the Universe, and anything in between related, make sure to check us out. We're both here on on Twitch uh, streaming daily. My my social media and my Twitch is all at Nighthawk Plays. Frank, technique. Uh, it's technique on Twitch. Take away the TV and on on uh, Twitter is TV. Everything else is TV. Uh, because yeah, I can't get my name for some reason. Yeah, gotta um, love it. 
But yeah, yep. you can check yep. us out daily. Our, our schedules are somewhat set, <laughs> but life fluctuates, especially here in the summertime. So be on the lookout for us. I mean, I, I always talk about it, which as some people in here can say, as I'm sure Frank can say as well. So we would love to, uh, to chat with you about it. But I think with that, man, uh, Frank and to everyone out there, have a wonderful weekend, man. Uh, bring us out. All right, guys, have a great, great day. And uh, thank you for showing up and uh, being here every week, those that show up. And if, tell your friends about the episode. Tell your friends about the uh, the podcast. Also, tell your friends about Rare Drop and all the lovely stuff that they have on this channel. And uh, there may be some changes coming up in the near future, um, but nothing bad. All good. All uh, so good. Keep your eye out for that. And, yeah, thank you so very much, everybody. Hope you have a beautiful night and day, whatever you plan on doing you today. Are. Be safe. Wear your dang mask because vaccinations don't stop the COVID. Uh, tell you that firsthand. Um, not from me, but a family member of mine got COVID after vaccination. So make sure you uh, make sure you mask up and be and be and be, be safe out there, guys. But as always, we'll see you next time on the mix. Take it easy. Bye. Peace.